You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't the Lord beautiful? Isn't He wonderful? Isn't He glorious? Don't you love Jesus? Do you love Him? Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for that beautiful worship. Before we go into the Word, I just want, I just want to call my wife to share something that happened while they were praying this morning. Hallelujah. Okay, so this actually started before we prayed. Pastor had told us that miracles will pop like popcorn, right? And it has started popping already. And so there's a pastor that I relate with, that I kind of mentor. And I told her earlier in the year that miracles, that pastor said miracles will pop like popcorn. Amen? And she received that word. And we usually have times, you know, when I meet with her and share with her and pray with her. And then the last time we met to pray, she said to me, oh, before we go, there's something that happened. There's another pastor in Zimbabwe. She calls me. We had, she had had a prayer meeting as well with that one. So she calls me and she says, last night I had a dream. And in the dream, the room was full of popcorn. And the popcorn, it kept popping. And I was looking for the machine. I couldn't find where the popcorn machine was, but the room just kept popping with popcorn. And then when she told her, she says, but I had a feeling, I had a sense that if I share it with you, you will be able to tell me what that means. And so the lady said to her, oh, my mentor told me already that miracles will pop like popcorn. So she says, so get ready for what God will begin to do in your life. Get ready. And listen, church, I just want to say we need to intensify the heat for the popcorn. We need to intensify the heat for the kernels to begin to pop. Amen. And so while we're praying this morning, I mean, I pray with some of our ladies upstairs every Sunday morning. And it was intense. It was powerful. And I was just praying. I remembered this because I saw something that reminded me that miracles are popping like popcorn. Amen. And so I said to them, I've just seen something that reminds me of this word. But I want you all to know miracles are popping. And I shared the testimony of the pastor with them. And as I was sharing the testimony, something happened. Elder Edith, you come. Pastor, I'm so sorry. Go for it. Yes. And as I, I was sharing with her, I saw her face, her countenance changed. And she shared this. <laughs> Hello. Suddenly, when she was sharing, the smell of popcorn filled the room we were praying in. It just hit me. And I was, I didn't know what to do. I wanted to scream. I wanted to, but the smell of popcorn just filled that room we were in. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Turn to someone say, they are popping like popcorn. Miracles will pop like popcorn in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, you need to learn to receive the word of God because what you believe is what you will get. When God speaks, you, you take it, you grab it, and it becomes your reality. All right. Don't start analyzing what God is saying. <laughs> Your mind will catch up later. Just go for it. Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, how do you explain the room smelling of popcorn and there's no popcorn machine anywhere? It's supernatural. It's a prophetic sign. It's a prophetic sign and it's a confirmation of what God is saying. Amen. Yeah, it's a confirmation. Just begin to declare it. Hold on to it. And it will be your reality. Hallelujah. Yes. Lift up your hand. Just say, Lord, I receive every miracle. They are popping like popcorn. I receive by faith. I believe in miracles. 
Miracles are real in my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and say, you look like a miracle. <laughs> Glory to God. Yes. Wonderful. God is good. Amen. Yeah. So we started talking. We've been talking about what? The spirit of conquest. Okay, the spirit of conquest. It's important for you to embrace the spirit. It's important for you to walk in the spirit. It's important for you to manifest the spirit of conquest. Okay, because it's yours. God has given you that spirit. He has given you his spirit. And it is, the, the, the spirit of conquest is actually a kingdom spirit. It's a kingdom spirit. It's a spirit that goes after it. So you identify what God is saying. You identify God's will. Okay? When you identify God's will, you don't just fold your hands and say, it's God's will. No, you don't do that. When you identify God's will, what you need to do is now to get Forceful. Somebody say forceful. Yes. When you identify God's will, get forceful about it. Okay? Get intense about it. Get intense about it. And then after that, go for it. Somebody say go for it. Yeah. So you, you, you identify what God is saying. If God is revealing something to you, if God shows you something prophetically, if God says something to you, if God gives you a rema, if God gives you a word, even as the scripture, as the message is going on, if something hit you, grab it and say, it's mine. And then become forceful about it. Okay? Become forceful about it. Because that's the spirit of conquest. The spirit of conquest says that this is mine and I must have it. Okay? Or the spirit of conquest says this will not happen around me. Are you following me? Yeah, it says this will not happen. Why? It's not allowed. I forbid it from happening. There are things you need to begin to forbid from happening in your life, from happening in your family, from happening in your vicinity. Yeah, you're born to rule. Come on. Yeah, so you need to start exercising that which God has given to you. If you don't exercise your rights, nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody. So you can't, you, 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 you can't allow somebody to rule on your behalf. No, you get up and start ruling. You get up and say, God says it. That settles it. I believe it. Once he says it, it is settled. Then you go after it. That's the kind of spirit that God is developing in us. That's the kind of spirit that God is raising in us. Hallelujah. So we are going to be people who will possess the land. Who possess every promise that God has made. And so that's why we're taking time to train kingdom power training. It is, it is just to train you so you break free from, from that mindset. That, that programming. You've been programmed. To, to think in a particular way. You've been programmed to approach in a particular way. And that is not biblical. So we're breaking that off your mind. So that you can now get up and begin to step and enter into what God has for you. So we want to possess a land. We are not negotiating for it. Tell someone I'm not negotiating for what is mine. That's right. Why should you negotiate for what is yours? If it's yours, it's yours. You take it. You take it if it's yours. If God says by his stripes you were healed, then what do you do? You take your healing. You take it. 
You take it, you don't, you, you, you don't negotiate for it. No, you don't. It's yours. It's yours. It's been paid for. So you take it. And if need be, you become aggressive about it. <laughs> Some of us are too passive. We need to repent from passivity and become kingdom-minded. Hallelujah. So that's the kind of spirit that Caleb had. That's the kind of spirit that Caleb had. God had made the promise to Abraham. And then he confirmed it to Isaac. And confirmed it to Jacob. And then he confirmed it to Moses. Alright. The same promise. God continues to say, de declare his word and says, It's now time for you to take the people out of Egypt. Take them into the land that I have promised to their fathers. And God worked so many miracles to free the entire nation of Israel from Egyptian bondage. And he takes them on this journey through the wilderness. The journey through the wilderness was necessary because the wilderness prepares you for the promised land. Somebody was going through some stuff and I said to him, you are going through a wilderness. And they said, no, I'm not going through any wilderness. It's as if I'm giving him, it's as if, you know, when you don't understand the scriptures and you don't understand God's ways of doing things, you don't know the value of your experience. So I said, this is a wilderness experience. This is preparing you for something greater. But hey, listen to me. If you waste your wilderness experience, when you get to the land of promise, you will not have what it takes to conquer the land. You see? And that's the problem. When you always follow the path of least resistance, and you will not confront what you need to confront. You will not face the giants you need to face. Then you get too weak to conquer the land that God has given to you. Turn with me to the book of Joshua. Let's look at Joshua chapter 14. And I know somebody is receiving strength this morning. Because the spirit of conquest is upon you. My, oh my. Joshua chapter 14. So, uh, first of all, let's, okay, before we go to that, let's, let's see. Joshua where am I reading? Okay, yeah. All right. From, from verse, verse 1, it says, These are the areas which the children of Israel inherited in the land of Canaan, which Eliezer, the priest, Joshua, the son of Nun, and the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel distributed as an inheritance to them. The inheritance was by lot as the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses for the nine tribes and the half tribe. For Moses had given the inheritance of the two tribes and the half and the half tribe to the other side of Jordan. But to the Levites he had given no inheritance among them. Right? For the children of Joseph were two tribes. Manasseh and Ephraim. And they gave no part to the Levites in the land, except the cities to dwell in with their common lands for their livestock and their property. As the Lord had commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did, and they divided the land. Okay? So, now, this... this uh, the, the Levites, the Levites were not, the, the Lord was their inheritance. 
So what happened is that there's little land that is given to them for their livestock and all of that. But they didn't have any allotment like the other tribes. Okay? Like the other tribes. Because the Lord had told Moses that Levi, will, the Lord will be their inheritance. So in other words, Levi had more. Much more than all the other tribes. Why? Because if you have the Lord, you have everything. Is that not so? Yeah, okay. So, um, let's, go to, let's go to verse, verse 6. It says, Then the children of Judah came in Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Jephne, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me in Kadesh Benia. This is in Numbers. He's referring to Numbers 13. Okay? Kadesh Benia, that's where the Israelites, the ten spies came back with the wrong, with the evil report. Okay? And they said, we're not able to possess the land. Do you understand? Yeah. So, so he says, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. And I brought back to him a word as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people to melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. So Moses saw on that day, saying, Surely the land whereof your food has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. Hallelujah. So Moses is so, is so impressed, is so impressed, and God also is impressed with Caleb. All right? But before we dwell on this, I want us to see something about the, the tribes of Joseph. Okay? Manasseh and, uh, and Ephraim. So skip to chapter 17. We'll, we'll come back. It says, look at um, verse 12 of chapter 17. He says, yet the children of Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of the cities. But the Canaanites were determined to dwell in that land. So, think about it this way. How does it apply to you and I today? If God says, this miracle is yours. And the enemy is determined for you not to have it. The enemy is determined for you not to have it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of those cities. The city was theirs. It was theirs by inheritance. Are you following me? It was theirs by inheritance. But having the inheritance... Inheritance and possessions are two different things. So you can inherit something. It can be yours. In fact, ownership and possession are not the same thing. It might be yours by inheritance. But it does not mean that you have possessed it. And that's where the conquering spirit is needed. Because that's the spirit that helps you that enables you to conquer whoever is challenging your inheritance. Are you following me? Yeah. You need to be ready to put up a fight. Come on. If need be. So the wilderness prepares you to deal with every challenge. Everything that challenges your inheritance. Okay, yeah, the Canaanites were determined to dwell in the land. So when God says, you are healed by his stripes, 
there are some <laughs> inhabitants in your body that are determined not to quit. Are you following me? They are determined not to leave your body. What are you going to do? Surrender. Accommodate them. Give them space. Partition your body. Give them one room. Huh? And then you can have the rest. Give them your mind, half of your mind. And then you can have the rest. No! That's not God's will. God's will is for you to inherit everything. Somebody say everything. Yeah, that's God's will for you. But if you don't, if you refuse to fight, if you refuse to fight for that which belongs to you, nobody's going to fight for you. Unless you're a child and you still depend on the faith of your parents. You are still under, um, you have not yet reached the age of accountability. But you have reached the age of accountability. And so God expects you to put up a fight. God expects you to get up and say, no, I'm not going to take this anymore. It stops right now. Hallelujah. Why? You have a conqueror. The spirit of conquest. The, the same kind of spirit that Caleb had. You see. But look at verse 13. He says, And it happened when the children of Israel grew strong that they put the Canaanites to forced labor but did not utterly drive them out. <laughs> That's how some Christians live. We still accommodate the enemy. It's okay. You know, God understands. This, 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 this situation is teaching me a lesson. It's teaching me to be humble. After all, Paul had a thorn in his flesh. This is my own thorn in the flesh. This is a thorn in my flesh. Hmm? No! That's not what? That's not what God wants for you. It's good to put them under forced labor, but get them out. Get them out. Hallelujah. Yeah. My goodness. So, but Caleb was a different person. Caleb had a conquering spirit. He wholly followed the Lord. Let's go back to chapter 14. We'll come back here again. But look at chapter 14. Looking at Caleb again. Look at what he says in verse 11. Okay, verse 10. He says, And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive as he said these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, here I am this day, 85 years old. Turn to someone and say, it's never too late to fight. You're never too old to fight. You're never too old to conquer. You're never too old to take new ground. You're never too old to take new territory. Hallelujah. Amen. This guy at 85, look at how he's talking. How many 85-year-olds do you know that talk like this today? But not Caleb. He says in verse 11, as yet I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. 
just as my strength was then, so now my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Hallelujah. That's the spirit of conquest. He had it 40 years ago, and now he still got it on him. Come on. Glory to God. Then now, look at what he says in verse 12. He says, now therefore give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim were there. The cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. At 85, I am impressed. I don't know about you. I'm impressed with Caleb. I'm impressed with the spirit of conquest. At 85, he's saying, give me this mountain. He's not looking for the easy place. No, no, no. He's looking for the hard place. He's looking for the fortified cities. He's looking for the place where the descendants of Anak are. Where the giants are. He's saying, give me this hard land. Because it is God's will. God promised me this place that my feet treaded upon 40 years ago. And he says, now I'm ready to take it. At 85. How old are you? You can possess. You can conquer any situation. You've got what it takes. Talk to your neighbor. Touch somebody. Say, you've got what it takes. You've got what it takes. Hallelujah. You've got it inside you. Yeah. Don't surrender before the battle. Don't. Go for it. The Lord is with you. Go for that mountain. Hallelujah. You know what the Bible says in, in Matthew um, eleven twelve. 12? It says, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. The NIV says, <clears throat> forceful men lay hold of it. How many forceful men and women do we have in this place? Come on. Yes, lay hold of it. Take hold of that promise. Take hold of that territory. Mm. Last week I was telling you that you are king. And you have domains. God has given you territories. He has given you a sphere of influence. He expects you to rule there. He expects you to take charge. Hallelujah. Take charge. When you walk into that office, you might not be the CEO. You don't have to be the CEO to rule. Are you following me? You walk into it and when you walk in, tomorrow morning, you, you, you walk in and say, the king has come. Yes. The king has walked in. When you walk into that office, you walk in and say, the kingdom of God is here because I'm here. I'm the ambassador of heaven. Wherever I am, heaven is present. How about that? Glory to God. Then you start, you, you, when, you, when you start exerting your influence, your kingdom influence over a place, before you know it, the enemy begins to surrender. He begins to bow. He begins to recognize your authority. He begins to recognize God's investment in you. He begins to recognize God's hand upon you. He begins to recognize your authority. But if you walk in there like a wimp, the enemy sees you the way you see yourself. That's how it works. He sees you exactly the way you see yourself. The ten spies saw themselves as grasshoppers. And the enemy saw them exactly the same way. Caleb and Joshua didn't see themselves as grasshoppers. And the enemy didn't see them as grasshoppers. 
Are you following? Yeah. So how do you see yourself? As a victim? Or are you a victor? Are you disadvantaged? Or are you unfairly advantaged? <laughs> I am unfairly advantaged. Come on, turn to someone say, I am unfairly advantaged. Yeah. Somebody, I heard somebody once say, grace ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. Yeah. You have superior advantage. Use it. Use it. Use it to step out. Hallelujah. When you, when you face challenges, you don't just, you know, you don't just shrink back. You don't now begin to get beaten by challenges. No. When you face challenges, that's the time to bring out the conquering spirit. There's a spirit inside you that cannot be defeated. Hallelujah. Yes. Remember, you're more than a conqueror. That means you won before the battle began. So what's your problem? Just go and enforce it. Enforce it. Start speaking. Start stopping the devil from doing whatever nonsense he's doing in your family. Stop it. Tell him to stop. Stop him. Needs to be disciplined. Hallelujah. Yes. So, therefore, let's look at uh, verse, verse, okay, verse 13. Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephne, as an inheritance. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephne, the Kenizzite, to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. It became his at 85. You can possess that land. You can possess that promise. Do you understand me? You can possess it. If you want it, go for it. Get forceful. Get intense. And go for it. Nobody is going to volunteer it to you. No. The enemy will not. He will not volunteer your inheritance to you. He will not. That's why sometimes we pray the way we do. Why? Because we are insisting. And we're saying no. Every household in Midran must be rich. Hallelujah. We insist on that. We insist. We fight for it. We're fighting. Doesn't matter how long it takes, but we will continue to fight. We never stop fighting until we defeat them, until we drive the enemy out of town. Hallelujah. That's, 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 the, that's the spirit of conquest. That's the kind of spirit that God has given to us. So we don't, we don't know any retreat. We don't know how to retreat. We're just going. Hallelujah. We're just going for it. Going for it. There are some things God has told me. I'm going for it. Full force. Full blast. Hallelujah. I don't care how I feel. I tell my feelings how to, how to feel. Yeah. Tell yourself how to feel. Don't allow your feelings to rule you. What is that? You wake up in the morning, you, you just feel dull. What do you do? You surrender to that? Don't do that. Stop it. Tell someone, stop it. Yeah. It's not good for you. Stop it. 
When you wake up, say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. That's how, that's how to wake up in the morning. Don't have blue Mondays. Stop it. If everybody is having it, not you. You have a different spirit. You don't have the spirit of the majority. You don't have the spirit that everybody else has. You have a different spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So you wake up in the morning. You know what Smith Wigglesworth used to do? He said, when he wakes up in the morning, it doesn't matter how he feels, he starts dancing. He Ooh. Hallelujah. There's no way you, you wake up like that that you'll be depressed that day. Depression will run away from you. Yeah. Get rid of that blanket that the enemy throws over you. Get rid of it. Don't stay under it. Throw it off your life. Hallelujah. Dance. Sing some songs. If you don't know how to sing, play. Look for a worship music that inspires you. Play it and dance. Sing even if you sing off key. It's okay. Just enjoy it. Hallelujah. Amen. So you break that thing off your life. It says the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. One of the secrets to victory is joy. To learn to be joyful. Learn to be joyful. If you lose your joy, you're in trouble. Don't lose it. I see joy has nothing to do with circumstances. It has nothing to do with your happenings. Joy and happiness are not the same. Happiness depends on happenings. Joy. Have joy in the midst of sorrow. You can have joy in the midst of sorrow. You know that that's what kept us going with all the challenges, all the attacks we were going through, everything we were going through. Wow! Somebody asked me one day, Pastor, how do you how do you keep going like that? What is it? How what how? <laughs> joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 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 Amen. Yeah. So when you wake up and you feel gloomy, tell yourself, okay, this is a joy morning. A, a morning of joy. So what do you do? Look for music. Music is powerful. Some of you are listening to the wrong music. That's why you're not having the right experience. <laughs> I'm telling you. The right music will give you the right experience. Change your music. Yeah. Create an atmosphere. Take charge of that environment. Hallelujah. Release joy over the atmosphere. Play something in your room, in your house. Play, blast it. Until that gloominess leaves your room. Then you now look and say, okay, where is the battle now? I'm ready for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So many people want to go fight when they are in a gloomy state. No, 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 no. Use joy first. Gain your joy. Once you have your joy, no wonder David could take Goliath. The entire nation couldn't. Why? Because he's been used to praising God. Yeah, he's been used to praising God. Always praising God. 
joyful. Even when he's, how did he do it? With this song. How else do you do it? Hallelujah. He took his harp and he began to play. He remembered those days. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Come on. And as he began to play, whoo, the anointing started coming. As the anointing came, he says, God, okay, what should I do? Should I go after them? Oh, should I not go? Lord says, go. You, you will surely recover. You will overtake them. You will recover all. Hallelujah. And I'm here to declare to you this morning that you will recover. If you will apply these principles in your life, you will recover all that the enemy has stolen from you. Hallelujah. He will pay seven times. Seven times. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything, listen to me, everything the devil has stolen from this church is returning sevenfold. Hallelujah. Sevenfold. We insist. Don't, don't just give me what you took. I'm not interested. Seven times. Hallelujah. Somebody says seven times. That, that's how the spirit of conquest operates. Yeah, you're not negotiating to get back what you lost. No, 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 no. You are saying seven times. When they bring back what, what, what they took, they say, you say, thank you. Okay, six more times. Hallelujah. Six more to go. That's the spirit of conquest. Are you following me? There is no reason to give up. There is no reason. There is no reason whatsoever to give up. Not with this kind of God. Hallelujah. With you. Come on, turn to your neighbor say he's with you. He's with you. He is with you. Yeah, I am telling you when, you, when you, when you develop this, the day you wake up, devil says, oh, another nightmare. Oh, no. I thought, she, I thought she was going to die in her sleep. Now again, another day of trouble. Hallelujah. Yeah. Not you wanting to die. No, why should you die? Why? Who should die? Not you. Let him go and die. Not you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the spirit of conquest. Never gives up. Looks at challenges and smiles. And say, yeah, another opportunity. For another crown. Amen. You know, those days when they went to battle, when they went to battle, The other kings, every king will take, they will take their treasures with them to battle. So the king that wins takes the treasure, the spoils of all the other kings. That's, that's how they, because when you're going to battle, you can't leave, there's no bank to leave your treasure. So you have to take it with you. Okay? Yeah. So you, they, they would go with their, with, with their treasure. Otherwise, somebody else would steal it. So to make sure they, they took their treasure. But then the one that wins the victory gets his own treasure plus the one of the enemy. <laughs> so that's why you should enjoy battles. There are benefits. Turn to someone. There are benefits. There are benefits. Battles have benefits. Yeah, they have benefits. Yeah. Last week I said to you that without Goliath, David would not have been, he, would, he wouldn't have gained national prominence. Without Goliath, no. He wouldn't have gotten a tax-exempt status for his entire family. He wouldn't have without a battle. So battles are for your promotion. They're not for your destruction. Stop thinking as if they're there for, to destroy you. No, they're there to lift you up. God is setting you up for promotion. 
But then the enemy lies to you and tells you that God is setting you to destroy you. He lies to you to tell you that God has abandoned you. No. He says, I'll never leave nor forsake you. Does that know what he said? Who would you believe? Whose report will you believe? Say, I shall believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. So, I want you to know that God is doing some things inside you right now, even, even in this service. You are becoming a different person. When you walk out of this place, you walk out of this place a different person. And you look at situations and say, yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Hallelujah. Grow that business. Tell someone, grow that business. It might be challenging. Grow it. It will grow. Take that territory. Take that ground. Yeah. Establish God's kingdom there. That office where you are, establish God's kingdom there. If there are giants there, it's okay. All right? You're not allergic to giants, are you? Are you allergic to giants? I'm not allergic to giants. We eat giants for breakfast. Come on. Somebody say, someone say, we eat giants for breakfast. Hallelujah. Yes, it's part of our diet. You know, you are what you eat. Is it? Is it? I mean, do you do you want to eat cockroach or? No, we, you need giants. You eat giants so that you develop what it takes to take on more giants. So I want you to start viewing challenges like that. Look at life like that. You know, in French we say "la vie est un combat." Okay? La vie est un combat. That means life is a battle. It's a battle. It's okay. When you wake up, it's a day for battle. We go fight. Take the land. We are well able to take Midrand. Do you hear me? I say we are well able to take Midrand. Turn to someone say we are well able to take the city. We are not afraid of the giants in the city. We will take the land. Hallelujah. God has given it to us. My goodness. Our time is gone. Let me stop. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you ready? Are you ready to go with the conquering spirit? Conquer every mountain. Conquer every giant. Conquer every challenge. Conquer every resistance. Conquer every opposition. Whatever giant is against your mouth, you need to face that giant and fight it. Kill it. Cut it. Cut off the head of that giant. Cut off the head. Hallelujah. Become like David who, who had Goliath's head on his hand. One Christians who can take giants. When we come to service, you bring your Goliath heads and put them here. Hallelujah. You put them here and say, yeah, this is the Goliath. I, I finished this Goliath this week. Here is the head. This is the evidence. Come on. That's a conquering spirit. The kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent will take it by force. Forceful men, lay hold of it. Are you going to lay hold of something this week? What are you going to lay hold of this week? Or are you going to surrender? Are you going to give up? Are you going to become a coward? No. Hallelujah. Come on. Lift up your hand. Just begin to bless the Lord. Just tell the Lord, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready to conquer territories for you. I'm ready to establish your kingdom wherever you put me. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm ready to possess my inheritance. We're ready. We're ready. Whatever it will take, we're ready for it. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Mighty God. Mighty God. We bless you. Lord, I declare, I come against every giant. 
every mountain, every challenge your people are facing right now. I command them to be crushed. Be crushed in the name of Jesus. Giants of poverty are crushed. Giants of sickness and disease are crushed. Hallelujah. Giants of stagnation are crushed in the name of Jesus. Giants of fear are crushed in the name of Jesus. Giants of timidity are crushed in the name of Jesus. Every opposition to God's destiny for your life is crushed right now. Come on, begin to declare. Begin to declare. I don't know what God has told you. I don't know what God has told you. Whatever God has promised you. Begin to declare right now. Begin to say, this is mine. I will take it by force. It's mine. I'm not negotiating. I'm coming for it. I'm coming for mine. I'm coming for what is mine. Come on. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. We bless your name. Yes. Healing is yours. Healing is the children's bread. If you came here sick, receive your healing right now. Right now, I declare. I rebuke infirmities. I rebuke sicknesses. I rebuke diseases. Right now, I rebuke oppression. Every oppression, every oppressing spirit, I rebuke you. Lose your grip over God's people. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.